0: I'd like to welcome you to the broadcast today. For the third day, those of you that might be watching the video version of this broadcast, you can find it on YouTube or Facebook. Just search for Bible Tracks, Inc. You'll notice that we are once again here in the auditorium of the First Baptist Church of Dwight in Dwight, Illinois. Now, this is actually Dwight, is where I make my home. My wife, Rebecca, and my two little ones, Emmy and Lucy. We live in Dwight, we're so excited about the opportunity that we have have to be a part of the ministry and legacy of Bible tracks incorporated now I mentioned so often the legacy and it truly is a rich rich history that Bible tracks Inc has but it really is amazing that with such a long and vast legacy some eighty something years can you believe that one of the oldest track distributors in the world and I get to be a part of that you through this radio broadcast get to be a part as well but I digress we talk about the legacy, the history of Bible Tracks Incorporated, but can I tell you what I'm excited about? I am excited about the future. Now, of course, we know biblically the Lord can come back at any time, but I'm not hoping that he tarries. But I do think in the meantime, before that trumpet sounds, he splits the eastern sky. I think we should be as hardworking as possible for the cause of Christ. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about a tract, a particular tract that I have with me today. Now, as I talk to you, I'd love for you to consider and roll around in your mind if you've never actually used a Bible tract. I'd like you to use your imagination today. Let's say that you had some tracks, maybe in the back pocket of your pants. Maybe you, young lady, as you drive your car, maybe you had some in the glove compartment of your car. Maybe even nearer at hand, right there uh, in the uh, center console of your car. Maybe for those of you that are at the gym listening to this broadcast, maybe you have some in your gym bag. Imagine with me that you do have tracks with you. Maybe you don't know what a gospel tract is. A gospel tract is a little piece of paper, sometimes bifold, maybe even a trifold, maybe just front and back, but very simply has a plan of salvation. How someone can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are going to heaven when they die. Now, let's imagine you have a tract with you right now. Maybe you do. Where would you leave it? How would you give it to someone else? Maybe you're at a restaurant right now and you're thinking, I need to leave a tip. Maybe you should take those dollar bills or so and put them inside of a tract and just leave that on the table. Now, maybe you're out there right now and you're saying, I don't have any gospel tracts. I don't have any Bible tracts with me right now. You know what you should do? you should visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. At the conclusion of the program, our announcer will be on. He'll tell you all about how you can use Bible Tracks for just a moment. He'll tell you about how you can communicate with us and order some of our free Gospel Tracks, completely free. We don't even charge for shipping. Now, if you'd like to donate to us, you can do that on the website. We'd greatly appreciate that. But can I tell you, you don't have to. It's not a requirement. We just want to get these tracts into your hands as quickly as possible. We don't want another day to go by without you having the opportunity to, st- to tell someone about Christ. Now, I have in my hand a gospel tract. This tract that I have in my hand is called A Good Soldier But Lost. A good Soldier But Lost. This particular track is one of the very first faces that we updated. The front cover of the track, we actually have done a couple of things to our tracks recently. We have updated the quality, the paperweight, the glossiness of the paper, the designs on the front. And can I tell you this, we're actually printing them even cheaper than we ever have. And to God be the glory, great things he hath done. It's nothing that we've done. Our operations manager, Austin, does such a great job pinching every penny and making sure we're very particular and, and and efficient with every gift that we get. But can I tell you right now, every donation that you give, it's actually going further. We're printing more tracks, almost 20 and 30% more tracks than we have in the last years, and we're so excited about it, again, to God be the glory. But this particular track was one of the very first that we re- printed since I've been here in leadership at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Inside this tract, it tells the story of a man named Cornelius. He was in the Roman army, and you can find his story in the book of Acts chapter 10 and verse number 2. He was a devout man. He was one that feared God with all of his house. He was a good family man. He was a good leader of his household. He was a good soldier, but he Was lost. Now, you could get this track for yourself. You could order it off our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I would absolutely love for our staff to send some to you from BTI completely free of charge. Now, let's turn our attention to our Bible study today. Again, I pray that you're having a great day. I'm going to step to the side for just a moment to grab my Bible because I have it close at hand. Galatians chapter 2 is where we're at. Galatians 2 and verse number 1. Let's get some context here. Then, fourteen years after, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, and took Titus with me also. I went up by revelation, and communicated unto them that gospel, which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately. To them, which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. If you'd like some context on those first three verses, you can go back and listen to our previous day's broadcast from this week. We started on Monday in Galatians 2, I believe. But verse number four, that's where we will take our text from today. And that because of false brethren unawares brought in who came in privily to spy out our liberty. If you've been a part of the broadcast lately, that word liberty, that's a buzzword. That's a big word. Spy out our liberty, which we have in who? In Christ. Jesus let's pause there for just a moment and remember that our liberty our freedom is not given by any government you understand that the US constitution the declaration of independence great documents historical documents you can make the case that those documents are are second and third only to the bible god's word but they are second and third they are not number 1 god's book the bible is number 1 he jesus christ god jehovah the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. God is the one that gives us our liberty. And when anyone else tries to take your liberty from you, understand that they are messing with a possession of God. You see, you and I, if we are Christians, we are owned. By God, you say, that sounds uh, a little demeaning. No, friend, that is the best and greatest position to be in. Think about this. The Bible tells us that we as Christians, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that we are in his hands. Now, this is not the topic of the study today, but talking about liberty in Christ Jesus. If you're in liberty in Christ Jesus, can anyone take that away from you? Uh, no, not in spirit, not in spiritual terms. Physically, our liberties can be taken away. And philosophically, at times, on earth, yes, we can lose some liberties and, and some freedoms. But as it pertains to heaven and the fact that we will never have to go to hell if we accept Christ, that sort of liberty will never be taken away. So for those of you out there that are worried that you could lose your salvation, you're worried that you might do something bad, and God would take that liberty away. Friend, once you have it, you can never lose it. 1 John 5.13 says, These things have I written unto you that ye may know that ye have eternal life. Friend, if you can know it, you'll never lose it. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He did it once for all. The liberty that we have in Christ can never be wiped away. But I digress. Galatians 2, four and that because of false brethren, that's what we're going to talk about today, wolves in sheep's clothing, and that because of false brethren, unawares brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. Imagine that. Some people, some false brethren, some uh, d- d- discerning, uh, I should say, deceitful men tried to creep in unawares, almost like a Trojan horse and tried to bring them into bondage. Remember us talking about in Galatians chapter one, that false gospel, the other gospel that these churches of Galatia were being tempted to or being swayed to. Let me say this, a works style stylation, thinking you can work your way to heaven is very appealing for good people. You know why? Because you're already a good person. You know what things I love? I love things that I'm good at. And if I'm good at being good, a works style salvation is very appealing. You know another reason why a works style salvation, that legalism idea is so appealing to people? Because it's very easy to become a Pharisee. It's very easy to lord over other people and to point out everyone else's flaws. You could almost say in an A sick and twisted and evil sense that that is fun. It's fun to lord over people and to be a tyrant and to have this idea that you're superior to everyone else that lives and breathes and and God forbid the publicans would be anywhere near us, us perfect people. No, friend, that's exactly why this idea of law, this idea of legalism, this idea of that false gospel, these false brethren who tried to bring people into bondage, that's exactly why Paul wrote the book of Galatians is he was trying to refute that idea. Wolves in sheep's clothing, who privily, privately, they tried to sneak in unawares and convince the churches of Galatia that they needed to be brought back into bondage to the law. Remember this, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, you can find this in the Gospels, that when Jesus Christ died on the cross, that the veil was rent in twain. The veil between the temple and the most holy place, the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, where the literal presence of God was kept, where where, where he met with the high priest in the tabernacle in the Old Testament, the veil was rent in twain. You know what that was a symbol of? It was a symbol that God's presence was no longer in that holy place. God's presence was no longer in the law, was no longer in the symbolism and in the legalism and in the ritual. Friend, understand this. The the sacrifices, the rituals, the religious ideas of the past of the Old Testament, they were just simply symbols and types of the sacrifice of Christ understand that the, uh, the lambs that, that, that were slain and sacrificed during the Old Testament timeframe, they had no true saving power. Jesus Christ's sacrifice for you for me for all eternity that's what had saving power now this might be a deep deep discussion for you maybe this is completely foreign to your way of thinking I would love to discuss with you if you have questions you can get in contact with us our announcer will be on at the conclusion of the program to tell you all about that but maybe just maybe you understand a little bit about what I'm talking about and you would like to help refute that false gospel you know know a great way to do that get some bible tracks the best way to fight falsehoods and fake news and untruths is with the truth fight fake with truth with the gospel now you have a great day for his glory beware of wolves in sheep's clothing talk to you soon thank you for joining us today for bible track echoes a ministry of bible tracks incorporated